Well, good afternoon right now, wherever you are. I'm recording this on April 1st. My birthday month is over. It went out like a lion. And what a difference a day makes. The sun is just blasting down. Old Bob's thermometer. Well, I'll just tell you, I'm sitting out here on this deck out where I can plant outside, plant and fill trays and sort of keep this mess outside. And old Bob's thermometer, he doesn't live there anymore. Um, anyway, it says it's 50 degrees. I don't think it is. I think it's more like 44, but wow. It says 50 degrees over there. He, uh, Bob, he lived there from like 1962 until something like 2017, quite a long run. He's in the ground now, unfortunately, but everybody, that's where we all end up someday. Um, anyway, keeping keeping on, on task here. I had a pretty amazing planting time this afternoon, and I just wanted to uh, tell somebody about it because, I don't know, it was uh, so enjoyable, in fact, that I uh, I pulled out this chair just so I could sit here and watch these sunflowers grow. So, okay, I started out by planting. Hey, check it out. I left this door open. I got to close it. Um, wow, that's been open for like an hour. Anyway, I, uh, I started out by planting the spicy mix, just six trays, just for uh, a little Monday harvest. I do like uh, every other Monday, just make sure things are stocked. Anyway, so I um, planted those six wide. It was amazing. And I even brought up a fresh bag of the seed because I was sure I was going to run out. Um, and this uh, little white bucket, that this little pail, it holds five pounds of seed, and it ran out on exactly the 20 grams I needed for that sixth tray. So I thought that was pretty remarkable. I had to tell somebody about it. Um, what else? Oh, yeah, and then I brought the... Uh, I had four trays of sunflower I brought out of germination, and two of them... I just got so much pleasure out of watching them just soak in this new sun. It's their first taste of sunshine that um, I'm just leaving them there on this bench for a while. And I brought out this little yellow rocking chair and I put on my straw hat because the uh, sun is coming in kind of intense for April 1. And I'm just sitting here watching them grow. <laughs> it's kind of nice. And I have Becky Schlegel on, on the um, the little speaker, the little portable speaker thing. I wish I could have her on in the background. It's it's quite good. I had to pause it to record this. I'm on the last song of her album, Country Ballads, and it's Wildwood Flower. It's a great tune. I'm going to put a link in the show notes. You should check it out. It's probably three minutes long, something like that. And, you know, it's that old... Um, Carter Standard, what's her name? <laughs> June, June's mom, May Mother Maybell, May you know her old standard that she made so famous. Anyhow, um, uh, where was I gonna say? Oh yeah, and then, okay, so <laughs> I'm sure this is intensely fascinating for all of you. Um, I wanted to talk about some. All right, I got cut off there, so if this sounds like a weird insertion, it's because it is. Um, before I get on to my little tale of 
some unexpected gratitude moments. I, uh, well, I guess this was one. I'll, uh, I just wanted to contrast. So today it's so nice and sunny and warm. Just two days ago, I was out here. I waited to plant. It was a snow day. The kids, his school's closed. Um, it was only a few inches of snow, but the, it must have been freezing rain in the morning or something like that that caused them to close it. But anyway, I waited to plant till like 1130 in the morning or something, like the moment it turned 32 degrees. And I brought everything outside and I had so much fun uh, just planting out in the, I don't know, in the snow. It was snowing these great big flakes at times. And they would land on these uh, pea seed that I would, you know, pea and radish seeds that I was planting. And then I would water them in with really warm water just to, you know, make sure these soaked seeds aren't going to freeze or something. But, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> it should be just fine. But, if, yeah, if they come in crappy, you'll know why. And everybody will know why because I've got this TV crew coming out here next week. And these will be the uh, fully grown crops that will be on the PBS show Great Gardening. So hopefully it will look like Great Gardening. <laughs> and now that I mention it, I I, I, um, I wanted to say, and it's so cool to me because, so, okay, so they that show reached out to me to, you know, come into the grow room and whatever, do some sort of episode here. Maybe, who knows, maybe it'll be eight minutes, I don't know. But uh, I had this one area that I you know I, it takes me months to grow into my space because I'm not naturally like an organized type of person who can just look at a space and just know that oh there needs to be a cabinet there or shelves or this sort of organizational system I'm just it's I'm terrible at that anyway this this um this coming uh interview or whatever it's going to be on Wednesday this week I have no idea when it'll air, but um, sometime well after you've heard this, I'm sure. But it prompted me to, to get this this area figured out. So like where my record player is, it, uh, it was just horrible. And I, and I had all these records sort of just stacked haphazardly. And then I would inevitably listen to the same three or four. Yeah, I got cut off again, so here we go. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I, I would listen to those same three or four records, and now I, I found this awesome cabinet, just this, I don't know, old solid thing, and I painted it up, and it, 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 it allows me to separate these records into like four or five categories, and even have some storage for seeds, which is amazing to, to have that. So, and, and, oh, and we put up some shelves, some, you know, on the wall for you know get the speakers up and then some jars and just various random little supplies and oh yeah I put up a paper towel dispenser I put up a soap dispenser um all with the help of my father-in-law because I don't know every, all these things they seem so permanent sometimes I just need a little <laughs> hand to hold or something you know it'll be okay um so yeah, I feel really good about having this crew come in here when when I've got everything kind of mostly done. You know, you're never totally done. And then um, it's so ironic to me because my wife, she had her big uh, party kind of coming out party publicly, I guess, um, 
for lack of a better word. Uh, the, the newspaper came out here, I think it was back in 2016, did this massive story. I mean, it was like, you know, if you open up an entire newspaper, you know, like the both sides, the full thing, it was that whole thing on this in this section, plus another half page. <laughs> so whatever you would call that, two and a half pages or something like that with all these photos. So naturally, that them coming out prodded us to like get this we were we had been like condoizing or minimizing whatever you want to say and yeah we got it all done <laughs> at least in the main floor and we painted the entire like house like the whole like all the common areas so so it's just kind of cool that each of us had this sort of media hit, I guess, and it prompted us to improve our lives permanently, I guess you could say. Um, yeah, so, oh yeah, yeah, okay. So then back to this other deal. So having the, the um, planting outside is just so like meaningful to me or being able to sit here and watch these sunflowers grow as the sun is 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 beating down because this this work it can be kind of um i mean if you let it this can feel like factory work you know like there's microgreens growers that are you know they're in warehouses and you know and stuff like that i'm mean, not that there's anything wrong with that i definitely don't want to poo poo them or what they're doing it's just i just can't sustain that over the long haul so that's why we invested in this room with all these glorious windows and like this outside workspace because it's it's just essential for me to not feel like a factory worker and planting outside at 32 degrees just just because I could you know because I don't have a boss saying we don't have time for that get get back in here that's not efficient uh any chance I get to just not be efficient just feels freaking great. <laughs> Even like right now, sitting here watching these sunflowers and, you know, in a rocking chair recording a podcast for 20 to 25 people. Um, this is just what I want to do. So, yeah, and, and I, you know, and, and then it's interesting. I recorded this little short video. I put it on Instagram because I just... I don't know. It's just one of these little messages I, I like getting out. And it's kind of neat that I can say it here too because I don't think hardly any of you guys listening here are on the Instagram. So it's it's like there's all these tiny little audiences in all these little random places. Um, I just think it's so important to indulge your idiosyncrasies, to go down those rabbit holes, to when you see the sunflower and it's bringing you joy, to sit there and watch it. Um, you know, in a chair that you brought out onto your deck. Um, I mean, that's me, obviously, but or to plant in, in 32 degrees with snow, like helping to water in your your crop just because it's unique. It's different. It's not a factory. Um, I, th I just feel like chasing those fancies just leads you in directions that you won't go if you're always rushing around being efficient. So there, take that for whatever it's worth. And then this this month also, it found me 
been <laughs> one of the hardest days of my life, actually. Um, it was insane. And at the end of it all, I, I uh, lowered myself into this full bathtub. And gradually there's this feeling that, okay, this is, it's all going to be over now. This is a clean start. And um, while I'm sitting there in this full tub, it must have been 80 gallons of clean, clear, fresh, potable water. Potable, potable, drinkable. Um, and I was just, and, and it just came to me that like, and I even like thanked God. I was like, thank you that I live in a time in a, and in a place where I can justify sitting in 80 gallons of drinkable water. Like, that is insane. I mean, if you look at the sweep of history and even the millions of people who, hundreds of millions of people who just do not have that opportunity. I mean, we're talking crystal clear, perfect Lake Superior water on tap in Duluth, Minnesota. I mean, this, you know, it's won awards, like, for how good it is. <laughs> I go to other cities, and I can't hardly handle the water. And here I am just putting my body into it. I mean, I don't know. I just thought that was meant something to me. And then we, my wife, she sells work over at Amity Cafe, and I'm walking out of there. And I just suddenly had this unconscious welling up of gratitude for tape. <laughs> Scotch tape. I kid you not. And I said a little prayer thanking our maker for tape because I'm able to put up a little tag saying this print is $65, you know, in the name of the piece or whatever the heck. Um, and we couldn't do it without tape. <laughs> Um, and any, anyhow, so yeah, these sorts of little moments of gratitude, it's like exactly what I was hoping for when we got, when I got laid off of my job that had such this like super dependable every other week paycheck, almost to the penny. And it would just go in with a direct deposit, you know, every other Friday. And sometimes it'd be gone by the end of the day, bills, etc. So that was one of the things I hoped for, that, that there would be this feeling of direct, um, that I was receiving gifts daily from our maker, from, from the community, uh, from our work with our hands. I don't know, just that, that I wouldn't take these, these nickels and dimes for granted. Yeah, and I, and I have to say that that has happened. There's just these, I don't have like a gratitude practice. I don't have a gratitude journal. It's just this natural uh, welling up. And I think a lot of it has to do with us just making this sort of weird living happening. And it's, it's a gift from God and it's a gift from the community. I don't know. I could go off on that for a while maybe, but... I definitely don't want to bore you today. Um, you know, and I suppose that should spur some level of generosity 
And I've, I've mentioned in the past that, you know, while we've been on this journey, like that is a growth area, you know, like our first year, I think I made $19,000 in the first year of, you know, being laid off. And it wasn't me, it was us combined. And, you know, it's steadily, you know, I think we'll probably be low 30s this year, low, low to mid 30s. And that's not the same. Like if you have a job, it's it's not as bad as it sounds just because of expenses and deductions and things like that. So, yeah, we're, we're doing okay. Um, except I, I am wanting to, you know, get the family on a vacation if I can and so there's there's a little bit of that and sometimes that I mean that's the area where I will get a little envy at times where I have to be careful you know over on the old Facebook feed and things like that um and then oh yeah in regards to generosity I, I gotta I gotta wrap this up I'm starting to get too long-winded here but there was this um uh Fairhaven farm they just did a Kickstarter and they were trying to raise $33,000 to help with a um, pizza farm that they're trying to launch. It's very ambitious. You know, and at first glance, you know, like I didn't do a Kickstarter for my little thing here, right? You know, it'd be very easy to for people to go down those roads. But these guys it's crazy how ambitious they are so like they're i mean really the cost of this project is way in excess of what they're they were launching or you know whatever this kickstarter fund thing 350k is what they actually need to to build this and they and and that's on top of whatever they paid for their farm which no doubt has mortgage so the the bank just wanted them to be able to put up enough cash essentially to get this loan so that's what this was for. And, you know, I think, I don't know, it just means something to be a part of something like that. So, I mean, I donated $11, which is so small. It's so small. But I want them to know, and and also I want to be a part of this this little movement they're in. It's, it's um... I don't know it means something to uh, you know to, to just to just join in even if it's it's a very humble amount like that so I don't know if you've got somebody near you doing something like that they could use all the help you that you can give and um, it's just encouraging even just to see the numbers of people that support what you're doing and believe in what you're doing and kind of have your back so I guess that's good enough for today um once again give a listen to that uh song i'll have in the show notes it'll it'll be a spotify link you might use something else though so i don't know whatever you do keep on keeping on and cheerio pip pip